Peace, peace, everyone. It's your girl, Sequoia Blue, back in here with another fun episode. We got a special guest today. We got Alexis in here, and she is a spiritual, intuitive advisor. And I found this beautiful young lady on TikTok. She was speaking the truth. And I was impressed because I've, I'm a somebody that believes in meanings and esoteric things. So, Alexis, like when you said, let's get into it, because when you said okay. that the soul, like some people don't got no soul. And I know a lot of people grew up and was like, you know, you hear somebody in a movie or somebody be like, man, they ain't got no soul. They just don't have no soul. You know, they that's why they did these things or you might say Jeffrey Dahmer or but other mm-hmm. other people that just seem soulless. You know, what what made you want to talk to TikTok about that? Okay, well, you know, let me first say I I underestimated uh, the impact of of our words and my words and my reach on TikTok because for me, um, I spoke about it and I speak about a lot of the things that I speak about because it's normal for me. It's my it's my regular life. And I know that because uh I am a natural intuitive, I am a medium, and I've, I've experienced so many things that I see the world in a different way. So I can't pick up the camera and talk about maybe other things that other people talk about because that's not my regular life. I talk about these things because this is what I see and this is what I know. And yeah, it created a, a, a way bigger impact than I expected, but I'm just speaking my truth when when I make my videos, to be honest. <laughs> I, I love I it. See. I love it because we have to be raw with it. And, you know, mm-hmm. and the thing is, we have to be fearless because you never know who you're helping. And some people may not be familiar with it because, yeah. you know, I do believe that there there's certain people that are aren't conscious with their soul. Like they don't they just I mean, I don't want to say stoic is bad because there's times where some people do have to put their emotions to the side and handle yeah. business. But I think that they just don't have some people just don't have a soul. They walk around soulless. And I think Dick Gregory spoke on this and he spoke on shape shifting and different things. But it's like, you know, I'm a big fan of Dick Gregory. Rest in peace, Dick Gregory. You were yeah. a goat. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just those things that um, people need to be aware of because you got to be careful who you're hanging around with and who you're in relationship with. And you have to be intuitive. But what do we do if people aren't intuitive about uh, how, who who somebody is or their spirit? That's the well, problem. <laughs> let me also say this about the statement because uh, I had to turn my comments off on this video, but by reading everybody's comments, I, I realized one major thing. A lot of people aren't even in a state of belief that there are other types of species, other types of ways of being alive, other things going on. And I feel like, uh, sorry, I won't move my hand so much. You got blurred, no, you're fine. I, I feel like even just, and on top of that, words are very spelled, meaning like when people hear words, they trigger into a certain emotion and sometimes don't even think about what the context is being said. So when I say like, you know, not everybody walking around is human or that some people that don't have a soul, I'm, I'm being very literal. Um, and, 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 and I think we, I think at some point people will realize that truly not every human being is a human being. Um, and this doesn't dehumanize human beings because human beings are human beings. Um, but there are subtleties here. And this is also important. Yes, we, you know, as human beings, because life is very difficult, there's mental health, um, there's triggers from trauma. Uh, and I've seen this doing, honestly, like thousands of readings. There are some people who don't know how to be expressive in their emotions because they never were raised with it. A lot of people don't know how, right, to human in that sense. And that doesn't mean that they're not human or soulless. So the first thing that's important is this statement is heavy and it comes with a lot of discernment to say that there are people walking around that may not have souls inside because you have to consider the factor of like all the things human beings that we have to go through right and that's that's important to know with that being said i do truly believe number one the physical body is an avatar it's a vehicle it's a car and our soul um our energy the spirit within uh, that spark. This is what animates the body, and I and I think it's important to realize that some some people's bodies have different kind of things dipping in and out and going on. 
because the physical dimension is not the only dimension that exists. We have the astral plane, we have the spiritual plane, we have the quantum plane where you have, you know, different, rea- you know, just getting goosebumps, but mm-hmm. there's just different frequencies of realities that blend in and out of each other. You know, I can't, yeah. I, I, and, I, and I'm grateful for this opportunity to explain the statement because it's hard to say all of this in a three minute TikTok video, right? And, I, and that's why I realized it was a heavy statement. And some people were very like, whoa, whoa, whoa what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard for most people to, to think out of the norm. They're so used to what's the, the normal mundane, go to school and go to work and go home, have a family. They, they it, It's like they don't think okay, what, what's really going on out here? Okay, we've seen documentaries of aliens and stuff like that. You know, you've seen that Dick Gregory talk about shape-shifting and, and mm-hmm. it's even documentaries on shape-shifting. But it's like, people are like, mm, you know, Well, whatever. different I mean, beings from different, different, right? You can yeah, different. Planets or realms, dimensions coming yeah. in, like you said, able to shape-shift, able to look human, then able to look mm-hmm. reptilian. And can I just say this real quick, but not to get you off? Oh, the say what you reptilian want. reptilian thing. I'm yeah. noticing that there's this propaganda that's being pushed that the and I I've never heard of this until now, but that reptilian is actually referring to um, like eugenics and uh, Hitler and you know mm. Jews and it's a derogatory term, just things that no. are like that is not at all what no. the spiritual community you know that's one thing I can say the spiritual community is in unison in when we say reptilians yeah. we're talking about a reptile alien species that is literally existing that is what we're you know it's not um <laughs> i just i just I, I wish the world has discernment i just wish it upon everybody like come on come on now. yeah just so, yeah. thinking and also just research because there's always some documentation on this i mean some might be kind of outworldly but you you read some of it and it is some real information on this stuff and i think that's important because but also the person has to be open-minded you know a lot of people what i've learned and is that they're not just open mind not open-minded about just businesses and entrepreneurship but also about just spirituality and being tapped in and that's one of the things that i think could help the community because even for me when i had my spiritual turn i was like whoa i was like the the neo or something i was like third eye on i was like what I didn't know I could do this stuff. And sometimes, you know, you mess up sometimes, you slip off your frequency, you get on this ebb and flow. But then but if you have the at the core, you know what time it is, you can always get back. You're like, oh, I know why this happened. So I think it's important for people to understand what's out here. You never know who you're talking to. And I remember years ago, I'm going to say a quick story. I was, I was uh, probably like, I was young as heck, but I was working for this guy. And he was talking to me about... Um, we were in a Costco working, whatever. We were supposed to promote knives. And he was looking at this lady, this older lady, this black older lady at Costco. And she just looked kind of like, she looked like she was successful upscale, but she was like looking our way. Like, I don't know if she was feeling our energy, but he said, Oh, she's a, she's not from here. You know, she's, a, I said, What do you mean? I said, She's, he said, She's, she's, she's an alien. He, he said, She's an alien. She's not from here. I said, What? And I'm so open minded. I've always been left brain, right brain. I've always been somebody that's just curious and i said oh okay but it was weird because th- th- talking about discernment i felt her energy and i felt like she was not from here so when he said and mind you she was far away a little bit she was over diagonal a little further away across the aisle she didn't hear us but she was looking like she knew we knew mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I found that to be the deepest thing I've ever heard. I've never, I said, this was meant to happen for me to do this event mm-hmm. this week. It was only in a week event for me to kind of start thinking about that. And I think that that's something wow. that people should stay. Yeah. Cause that's when, when you said that, I thought about that moment and I said, that's what people should think about. Like, but can I say this? There? Yeah. Even if, even if, and I think this is also important too, just taking responsibility for, like I said, the comments that I read. It's also important to know, let's say she she was a true alien. She wasn't from here. She's a shapeshifter. As long as she's not turning up and doing no harm, you know, it's like, I think we have to all realize it's okay to be different. We're all different yes. anyway, even down to our DNA. There's a lot of information in our DNA that they don't, give us or talk talk about um but i think there was a i noticed that there was a level of fear 
in the statement or just acknowledgement of talking that there may be different beings here. Just talking about that. It invokes some level of fear. And I just, I find that so interesting that even from a, a, a macro level, right, alias, to a micro level of just how we treat each other ethnicity wise, so what that we're different it is okay (laughs) again respecting each other that's the beginning Mm -hmm. of i think understanding actual love and unity uh consciousness right of acknowledging like just because we're different because just even saying hey there's different beings here created upset and it was like wow some people just really aren't even if they're not ready for that statement how can you be ready for a state of like unity and love if you can't even acknowledge that yeah there's there's different stuff going on they don't that's the thing they don't want to acknowledge it they want to be safe in their little corner and so if anything's different it's like what the heck i mean you know when i was in california six seven years of course you had some people that were into the the whole alien thing would go to vegas and wait out and stuff to see if the aliens would come i met those people too but i live in vegas (laughs) you can see the starships out here and I'm from New York City where I didn't see no stars. You can see them out here. You can see I'm in Vegas um, too. anomalies what? moving. Oh, okay. Okay, coffee twin. Look at that. Look <laughs> at that. Represent Vegas. We're going to have coffee and talk about it. You got a friend <laughs> in me. Let's go. This, that is awesome. This is a lot of, this is, I just moved to Vegas. I was in LA for six years and I moved out here about, uh, I would say about a, two years ago, I moved here okay. and I did it because, hey, no state taxes. What's up? Yeah. You know, uh, California took a chunk out of my money, my bread. And I mm. said, you know what? Vegas, the traffic's great. Everything's perfect here. I like yeah. Vegas. I don't I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> I'm it, already, it, it had to grow on me. It had to grow on me. But that's another yeah. story for it. For I know, day. right? That's another day. <laughs> but don't hate on Vegas, y'all. That's the point. Yeah. Of Vegas. So, um. So when did you start your spiritual journey? When did you start realizing, okay, this is, the Bible's not all there is. There's more to it. When, when did you say, what's up? Um, My my story, it, it starts, honestly, I, it sounds cliche, but like, I feel like from my youngest memories, I knew something was off or different with, not even with me, but where I was. I always felt out of place in time, so to speak. Mm out of place out of like or in the wrong place uh nothing made sense to me like why are y'all doing this why is this like this why are there homeless people i couldn't understand what was going on here um but ultimately when i was 13 i was depressed because of that the load of just like being um i didn't realize at the time but now i know i was i started off with clairsentience or empathy like extreme empathy being clairsentient you could feel things so i was overwhelmed and at 13 i i tried to unalive myself unfortunately um and that was actually the beginning of my clair audience when i started to hear information because on that day when i was doing it um i could just hear like yeah that's not gonna work you're here for a reason uh, nothing you try is going to work like a whole conversation was happening and it was and it, you know that within itself had me thinking that okay well maybe I'm crazy but I look back and I realized that was the beginning of my Claire audience um, hearing information channeling information then when I was 17 I started seeing random things like I would be around my friends and I would like I could see that in the morning they were arguing with their mom um or and I can like hear what it was about and I could feel the heaviness of my friend and I'll be like were you arguing with your your mom this morning and how do you know that it's like well I don't I don't know like I didn't know I didn't know what was going on and I actually believed that I was schizophrenic um I started looking up schizophrenia because I had the symptoms I was hearing I was hearing things <laughs> like there was no denial about that. I always joke to people and I say, you know, what's crazier, hearing voices or finding out that they're real? You know, it, it, it was a lot. I didn't know what was going on. And yeah. um, my grandmother who passed away at the time, uh, I was crying to myself about it. The next morning, I kid you not, the next morning, I'm 17 years old. I get a phone call and it's my grandmother. And she says, hey, I had a dream. You were crying last night don't worry, come to my house after school and I will tell you what's going on with you. And I was like, how did you know what? And she's like, just come to my house after school. I've known my grandmother my whole life up until that point. I've never in my life seen her to be intuitive, to talk about things like that. 
we didn't even have a close relationship. She lived like 10 blocks away from me, but we weren't close. So this was bizarre. Um, and when I went to her house after school, she explained to me that she had abilities. Uh, she knows that my mom has abilities, even though my mom doesn't talk about it. And I, and I later learned my mom can dream things that come true. Um, and she said, and I know that you, you have abilities. I'd never heard of this. I never wow. really, it, it never crossed my mind that this is what was going on. Um, and even though other people would say like, are you psychic? Or they would call me Miss Cleo. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. Um, and then what's so crazy about it is my grandmother passed away like two weeks later after that. Dang. And so from that point, the seed was in my mind, like, well, maybe there's something deeper going on with this, but I never, I never paid it attention because you have to, and this is now we're in like 2000 and one, 2002. Um, by that time, because I'm growing up in New York, you want to be a normal person, right? Yeah. It's like, no one wants to be different. No kid mm -hmm. wants to be different because you get made fun of. I was bullied. I was different. I, I looked different. I had glasses. I, they said I sounded white. All, no one wants to be different. So I developed, you know, drinking. I started drinking. I started smoking. Um, and even though behind the scenes, I was, you know, reading books and, and trying to learn and figure out what was going on with me. I, I lived life thinking something was, was broken. And I think a lot of intuitives out there, and if you're watching this and you're intuitive, it's normal to feel crazy <laughs> because it feels crazy. <laughs> it feels crazy when you're feeling things that other people don't feel or you're, ex you know, you're experiencing things through sight that other people aren't seeing or, or getting, um, or, or again, you're clear audience, you're hearing information, mm -hmm. especially if you're surrounded by people who don't get it, or even if they do get it, they're not comfortable telling you. So they make it fun of you. There's, it's mm -hmm. normal. But um, yeah. And then fast forward, I moved to Vegas and got into a car accident when I was 27. So it, my stuff happened in mm. stages. My stuff happened. I, I want to say I got abilities every, and I think I'm, I'm curious to see if this happened to you and anyone else. Does your awakening happen? You know, I, I feel like it does, but does it happen with uh, trauma or some type of bang, right? Like I said, yeah, the world, it, universe doesn't wake us up in gentle tones of namaste. It wakes us up with some type of, you know? Oh yeah, it's, it's something big that happened because that's what happened to me. That's how I woke up. That's how I went to the highest level. It was in California when I'm by myself for six years, no one to talk to like that. I'm an introvert anyway, but believe it or not. But um, so it's like those things, you know, so I can I can relate to you on that. Like it does just hit you. I went through a situation and then after at that moment I was like, I'm not even the same Sequoia. Who is who is that? I'm a whole and, and that's woman. the stages. Those are the yeah. stages. You you wake up in stages. When I went through my car accident. That's when the mediumship started. That's when I was starting to channel people. And I got to a point where I couldn't work a regular job. I was working direct TV. That was my last job, customer service. I was 27 years old and or 26. I was 26 years old. And um, some old lady was yelling at me about her bill. And I just I just hung up the phone. I hung up the phone. And I went outside and I remember thinking like, okay, I got to pay rent. I already know they're going to fire me for doing that. I already know. And I just, I just felt it all in me. Like, listen, you know, everybody says you're psychic. Just see what you can do. And I went back inside. I applied for this like psychic hotline. I did that for like a couple of months. I realized I didn't like that because I didn't like, I didn't like, I don't like the structure of what, of playing the game of what people think psychic is supposed to look like. I don't mm -hmm. think that. Oh, here's a card. Here's the two of this. Here's this. Here, that shit. Oh, excuse. I'm sorry. That. Oh, that can cuss me. on here. You know, it annoys me so much because it's playing into a stereotype. And I think if you're actually intuitive, that means you're gonna you're gonna vibe with how you do it, which means it's gonna be very unique because it's a you. It's it's you and your intuition, you and your guys. However you whatever you do, whether you're a magical person, whatever, it shouldn't look like what everybody else is doing. It shouldn't. Shouldn't. You know, so I, I started my own business and I said, I'm going to do readings from my house um, over the phone because I didn't want to see anybody. My thing was this, right? Because I thought I was crazy. Remember, I carried that with me. The, the, the drinking, the smoking, the thinking, what was going on, the crazy shit with my, like crazy things were constantly happening in my life that were so unbelievable. It was making me crazy. So I needed to 
prove to myself that for real, for real, this is real. This is real what I'm doing. So I made sure I didn't see my clients. If, if, if they wanted it uh, through video, I would turn my video on. That would make them feel more comfortable. But I would tell them, don't turn your video on. And I spent 10 years doing readings that way. And my other key was it was through referrals, meaning I wasn't selling people. I didn't have ads. I wasn't marketing. My whole business was people referred me and my reviews. Wow. And that was the integrity that was important to me because I know the shit that I say and what I experienced is crazy. But I also know now, almost 39 years old, that I'm not. That is very real. And even though I can say things to people and they don't think it's true, I get it because they haven't lived my life. They haven't seen the things I've seen. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not crazy. (laughs) I know I'm not crazy. I I spent my life proving that to myself. You know, and I think that's important for, for others that are going through their journey, not proving. It's not about proving to others if you're mm-hmm. tapped in. It's not. It's about going within yourself. Yep. Asking yourself questions, reading, you know, the universe is going to put things or God, the universe. Oh, it's going to tell you. It's going to tell It's going to tell you. They answer. Yeah, that's, and that's a, that's a short story. <laughs> that's the short no, story. No, I love it. I mean, because this is, I think this is a story that can help someone else that's dealing with what you're dealing with and don't know what to do, you know, and give up. Like, because sometimes people calling is not a job, it's to go and help people, you know, because you can feel energy through text messages you can you can feel a lot through people and tell them something so it's not always like i said like you said the traditional way of saying things and i think that's what people gotta learn because it's like that with everything you know podcasting music all these things you know so i think that we got to have more people that are are disrupting the status quo of any said said field and i think that's important so i you know yeah you gotta be brave let me tell you because these these the the agent smiths of this system will eat you up as soon as you show up i mean even you'll see even in your friendships it's crazy and this is what i meant when i said how people can change and spirit can move through people you'll have someone that you think like this is my best friend or this is my my love whatever and as you change you'll see something in them almost get very defensive and try to uh, dim your light or push you out or not want you to elevate. And I don't, and I don't feel that that's actually them organically. I feel like that's a system that's moving through them. That's trying to, you know, I think so too. Sometimes I submit, submit you. <laughs> and that's the thing you've got to be cognizant of is, is being careful who the heck you're speaking to. If you speak to someone, still respect them, love them, but understand that, okay, this is not helping my spirit. Something doesn't feel right. And have a distance. Take a distance. And sometimes you got to cut some people off. And that's okay. I've had to, during my spiritual journey, I've had to let some people go. And it's not because they're bad people. It's because they don't understand my mission. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I can't deal with that because if I'm called to to tell a word, I need to be able to do it purely and raw. Just like what you're doing. You're you're, you're saying it's purely and raw. But if you got somebody else in your circle, circle as a husband, boyfriend, or homegirl, and she they trying to talk in your ear and you ain't hurt nobody like what are you talking about so those people you got to move on from and sometimes yeah. we, we outgrow people and we can even outgrow our mentors I, that happens too i had somebody tell me that and those things could happen so i'm just happy that you were able to just yeah. go out here and say okay i'm gonna continue the journey and i'm gonna say see, keep being wrong keep telling people like it is just, yeah. to, just say <laughs> i tell i tell myself i tell myself i'm ready for the smoke you know, but see, I don't think I'm telling people that's that's I think yeah. I'm just speaking passionately. Yeah. To me, that's how I'm seeing it. I'm just and speaking passionately about something that I'm thinking. And you know, I have again I have to realize like the, the, the reach mm-hmm. of TikTok is is phenomenal. Man. And and it can and yeah. it can happen quickly. Uh, but yeah, we, we can even outgrow ourselves. When you were talking about outgrowing people, I think we also outgrow ourselves sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. just like that, those stages I was talking about with my awakening, because it happened in stages. My awakening didn't happen. It started in 1998 when I was 13, but it, and I, and I want people to know that this is a, this is a long-term thing. Like even, even channeling mm-hmm. spirit, they're still learning on the other side. So this mm-hmm. awakening that we're all experiencing It's so multi-layered. 
And I think yeah. that's why when it comes to ego, we were we were talking off camera about ego and, and just that hero complex that we all can have at times. We also have to remember we're still on the journey ourselves. We're the, we're always the student and the teacher, like at the same yes. at the same yes. time. I mean, I learn something new every day, you know, rather mm-hmm. it, it could be about spirituality, it could be at work, it could be, you know, I don't know about myself. I'm like, oh, I realize I don't like that no more. I used to like mm-hmm. this and I don't like it now. So, but it's also, you got to be aware of it though. Self-awareness yeah. is, is a big thing right now. And I think being self-aware to know can help you in your future. So I like that you said that. Um mm-hmm. And, and that's a part of that awakening too, the self-awareness. It, I, it, yeah. So many people don't even ask themselves. They'll like ask me like, well, who do you think? And that's normal, right? If I, I do a reading and someone's like, well, who do you, who do you think I'm supposed to be here on earth? And I would always, you know, it's important for a person to know like that's, that's for you to decide. That is, mm-hmm. that is your power. That is, that lies not with anyone else outside of you. And I, you know, yeah. we can be whoever we want to be. We may feel, there's people that feel like they're part of the Palladians, um, that feel like they're mermaids, that feel like there are people that have connections to, to memories and thoughts and versions the of themselves. Yeah. Right, the Akashic Records, feeling like they're from another time. I don't feel like I'm from this time. I feel like I'm from, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm an, an ancient, an ancient one more, to be honest. So it's like, it's, we have to learn that when we do become self-aware, the program that we were put in with this society, whatever society you're in in whatever country, is very different than the information that actually lies inside of you. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, it makes sense. When you become self-aware, you start to realize that what lies within may be different than what you were told of who you are and who you're supposed to be and what... You know what? That's true. I mean, that that is so true. And once you get there, there's some type of like, I would say, happiness that can ensue to where you're not sitting there saying, oh, I got to be this person because they told me or maybe because this person, my dad or whoever. You're like, I'm comfortable with who I chose to be. And that's when self-awareness is so fruitful. And I think if people can get there, life would be so much better because you are whoever you say you are. You don't have to be Oprah to be, you know, if it's entertainment or just anything, you don't have to be on Oprah to mm-hmm. to say who you are. You can you already did it. If you spoke mm-hmm. to two people, you already did it. Even two people watch you, you did it because mm-hmm. you, you you helped somebody and you did what you felt in your heart. And that's the thing. And I think that's what I'm trying to like always try to help people with is that that self-awareness so they can find mm-hmm. some and be able to get through the hardships because this this world ain't easy. So when yeah. you become self-aware it's easy to get through those roadblocks. I'm yeah. Like, okay. I know what to do. All right. This happened. Dang. But I know what to do. And so, mm-hmm. so yeah, I love it. Um, I want to talk to you too about like sex magic. Like I had a, I had a girl stop talking to me about because I mentioned it to her. <laughs> she stopped talking. Yeah. To me. <laughs> I mean, a lot of us are magical beings and, um, but, but yeah, uh, now sex magic has a lot of layers to it. What do you mean when you say sex magic, like manifesting well, sex magic or I think for me on the low like the manifestation part because at the time mm-hmm. I was just learning about the manifestation part I was watching a guy on YouTube I think it's he's a very spiritual cat in Ali I think his name is S Ali um he's really intuitive he's really smart about his stuff and I was watching him I said this is interesting and I was missing it to a homegirl back then this was like probably eight years ago and she was like what looking at me like I was crazy she never talked to me again but yeah, I know <laughs> it's not even a taboo it's not even taboo because when you come when you excuse me when you release mm-hmm. when when you release right just think of it more so as energy and that remember early when I said words are spelled and when people hear certain words they go to certain thoughts and they don't really even they're not even thinking about what's being yeah. said so yeah. you have sex, right? And immediately you think like, oh, that's, and then magic. Oh, that sounds bad. That sounds taboo. That sounds, when really sex magic, especially when it comes to manifestation or taking even the word manifestation out, you wanting to make something happen, right? From the invisible to the visible, because mm-hmm. that's magic, right? Basically, you're yeah. transmuting things from the ether into the physical realm, whatever you want, your will. Um, when you release after having sex, that is literal organic energy rushing out of you or moving up through your body right so if you think about the kundalini it's the same thing but this energy is coming from your sacral chakra like the the organs that are associated like with with men it's like the the you know the lower half of your body um Mm -hmm. so 
all of that energy, when you think about it, once it releases, and if you have your mind where your penile gland is, right, your third eye set mm-hmm. on your intention, you already have the feeling. You have the feeling. You have the energy rushing through you. That's literally like it's like the Ghostbusters when that that plasma. It's literal. It's literal. Mm-hmm like an energetic charge yes um, that charges the vision mm-hmm. the the emotion and it's like poof, you put it out into the universe that's really all it is it's like a supercharged wish and you're just using mm-hmm. the energy that our bodies naturally make whether you do it by yourself solo or with a partner it's still kinetic energy it's energy yeah, it's energy at pure form that that you're not getting from someone outside of you. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's why, um, and, and it literally creates, right? It creates life. Man, it literally it has the power to create literal yeah. life. Yeah. So it's very powerful. Whether you use the word magic or you use the word energy, potato, yeah. potato, you know. It's, it's a real thing. It's a it real is. thing. And it's okay. I think people get so like I like you were saying earlier, get so tied up with these these titles and these words. And it's like it's just science, really. If you go in science, that's just what it is. I mean, because I believe in I, be, I believe in science and also I believe in things unknown. I believe in both because this is, you know, that's just yeah, they're intertwined. my thoughts because they're intertwined. Yeah. And so some people be like, what are you talking about? No, I, I, it, it all goes with each other. They're dancing with each other because some things are not mutually exclusive. Like, you know, Jay-Z mentioned that like people think something is. Is exclusive like this is just that no things can go together yeah so i, I, I like dr joe dispensa is good when it comes to looking at the science side of things um mm-hmm. he's an author he focuses on like quantum physics and um jumping into the quantum realm with your consciousness and you know healing your body but he uses science to everything he says is like backed up through the science of the mind and brain waves um so yeah if you if that's your interest i highly recommend uh dr joe dispenza awesome oh oh awesome oh dude. yeah i think i know who you're talking about Just, mm-hmm. yep i think i watched him a few times but yeah y'all check yeah. that out too i'm gonna I'm go back and check out some of his stuff but yeah i mean it's it's i think that this is something that needs to be taught and maybe broken down differently because like i said it it <laughs> people gotta just be open-minded um mm-hmm. and then also what are your thoughts on chakras? I had a guest the other day. He said he doesn't believe in uh, chakras. What are your thoughts on chakras? Again, chakras are just another word for energy centers of the body. I definitely do believe in them because our physical bodies only exist because of our energetic bodies and then our emotional bodies. So we're layers, right? When you go into a museum, for example, there's like um, anatomy museums and you can see we have the muscular system, we have the skeletal system, we have the nervous system. So we have these different layers of systems that come together that make us. This is not just one thing. This is a layer of things, right? And so we, as a society, we don't include the energetic body in that group right we because we only acknowledge what we physically see even though what we physically see isn't all that exists we know that because of air you know what i mean like you you don't have to physically see it to know that it exists um so i i say that to say absolutely i believe in the energy centers of, of our body because our heart literally beats right so if you a drum if you think of a drum right you could it literally has energy bouncing off of it that, that's not yep. made up. That's not a made up thing, right? And the heart chakra is a real chakra. Same thing with your stomach. Your stomach is constantly, you know, trying to uh, digest things. It's moving. Like we're, we're, we're not these still beings. There are parts mm-hmm. of our body literally running like little machines. So yep. that means energy is generating in those areas, right? When we speak, you can, you can put your hand on your throat and feel the vibration. Yes. And so, so when someone says, "Oh, I don't believe in a throat chakra," you, I mean, you don't have to believe in it. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, <a> <laughs> it's energy center. It's, a, it's, it's literal. Energy. It's literally, it's literally yeah. animating off of you. And so, some of us are very sensitive to these vibrations, right? It would blow mm-hmm. people's mind that I'm. I could be sitting in my house here, and I can feel what is going on in your life, where no matter where you are in the world. It, you don't even have to physically be around me because. The, how can I explain it? It's no, like radio I, I waves. 
right? We don't see radio waves, but they exist. And so the same way animals can be very sensitive to that, some of us are very sensitive, but we're all, I just also want to say this in and out, we're all sensitive in different ways, you know? So you may not be able to feel things deeply. Like I said, you may be channeling. Now, if you are a channeler, meaning you're hearing information, you're having dialogue, again, we have to keep in mind mental health. Um, I was, I was, I went to doctors to, to make sure that it, it wasn't schizophrenia. Um, okay, not only that, for people that can hear information and knowing that mental health is, is a possibility, we also have to understand of who you're talking to, who, who you're channeling with. And this comes with self-awareness. We can't just be like, oh, I got a download. That's I don't even, anybody that starts it from, I don't like to just look oh, at Oh yeah, I hear that a lot. <laughs> who, are, who are you getting this download from? I have no doubt that you got a download. Well, who's talking mm-hmm. to you? You understand? Oh, my ancestors. Well, who are your ancestors? You know, it could so, be bad ancestors, or not even not bad, but maybe ancestors yeah. that are that aren't operating from a high vibration, or maybe selfish, mm. or may just not yeah. know certain things, or right, which is why then you have guides, and then you have angels, and you have ascended masters, and then you have your own higher self, that word, that higher version of you that sees everything that's going on. You're just a little piece of it, experiencing mm-hmm. this version of itself here. So where are you getting that information from? And it's okay to start asking yourselves these questions as you're waking up. Where is this coming from? Right? Ask for proof. Ask for evidence. You know, Mm -hmm. be clear when you channel like, well, I just want to make sure that I'm only connecting with my highest vibrational team that want the best for me that are as accurate as possible and have my best wishes. Like you can be clear. Um, and And that changes the type of information you access yes. it will change the type because you could be open but that means open to what open to who yo that is so true see <laughs> you know? you're my kind of people that's why i, I reached out to you. I, could, I felt it but yeah i mean it, it that's how I see, that's how i look at it now like what, what who talking to me you know it's like and sometimes you gotta say no nah, i'm not listening to you that's not real sometimes you gotta say that like especially if it's negative like that's not real because you don't if, if you can look at yourself and say i don't feel that way yeah. you know it's not real you know, so and sometimes I, I we're like just that. talking, right? When we say negative, because yeah. sometimes I bring some heat, I bring some pepper to some of my <laughs> words, and, and people will tell me, like, well, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't say it that way. You know, and that's the and that's the ebb and flow of being in the spiritual world that um and I think is also important, at least for me. We're not above being human, so I think we'll have I I feel like even even Jesus. Right, wept, right? Even even yeah, he had yeah. to go through some shit. So it's like mm-hmm. we have to give ourselves some grace and in, in, in noting, like, yeah, sometimes maybe I'm I seem a little low vibrational today. Today was a tough yeah. day. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. You know, the shadow exists. What am I gonna do? It we can't does. cast the shadow off as much as we want to. We can't mm-hmm. heal it into non-existence. It yeah. exists. Yeah, I agree on that. I mean, it's an ebb and flow. I call it because there's times where I'm just like low vibration. And I'm like, man, oh, this person did this, this, and this. And then I get, you know, then you got to work on getting back to that higher frequency mm-hmm. so you can continue to attract and, and keep your mm-hmm. your mind open to uh, answers and things you're looking for. So, I mean, that's true. Um, now, what what is a saying or quote that you go by to, to help mm-hmm. you? get through life <laughs> mm. um there's a couple but the first is because i'm an aries so this is like it grounds me uh he who angers you conquers you right so mm. meaning when people can kind of get the best of your you know kind of what even what we were talking about with getting angry is it's almost like i'm letting someone else control my emotions so learning how to just kind of be be still within myself like it's okay if I if it happens but that's kind of something like I remind myself to step step out of it like I'm really upset about something like listen he who angers you conquers you like you and and to me I just feel like I don't want anybody to have control over my emotions except for me and that's something that um is a part of my learning and my journey like patience um and then the other one I would say the last one would be this is something so my guy sounds schizophrenic but my guys they talk to me a lot give me a lot of advice and one of the things they uh used to always say to me is um 
it's easy to have peace in a peaceful place, but try obtaining peace sitting on a pile of shit, right? So, ooh, but basically, and so they say that to me because some like, especially being out here in Vegas is hot. Um, I don't have a car anymore, so in the summertime, you can imagine it is brutal in Vegas. It gets to be like oh god, I mean, so. I sweat out here. <laughs> I be cursing the heavens, like why me? But, <laughs> Well, the thing is, and I think we all sometimes question, like, why did we choose to incarnate here? Why would I choose this struggle or why? Um, and my guys just, they say that to say to me, to remind myself that it's, I'm sure there are moments that our souls have had paradise and peace and chill. Mm-hmm. But to really challenge yourself and to really uh, master peace is to put yourself in a non-peaceful situation and see if you can still tap into that and still anchor that and still hold that. And that is not easy and it is challenging, but it's like, that is the journey that we ask for, right? When we like, or even like with wisdom, like to say, well, I'm a student of wisdom. Well, that means she's going to take us into some places that may be very difficult. (laughs) Yeah, yep. That is so you know, true. so I try to I try to remind myself of these little like tiddly bits they give me, so to speak, um, to just help me navigate through this plane because this this is a lot. Earth is a lot. Man, it's time. a lot. It ain't no joke. I mean, there's so much going on that I can't even make this up. And me yeah. being a curious person, I'm I'm just. It, it, I soak in a lot because I'm always researching. I'm always trying to understand mm-hmm. things. I don't just go with what somebody say. I'm looking it up. That's just what I do. So important. So um, important. I gotta know for myself and see like what, like what is you know, man. So many things I can say because like, what is Illuminati? What is this? What is? It? I had to look it up because yeah, that rabbit hole is deep, girl. It's never girl, ending. A- <laughs> I tell people, pitch a tent. You're gonna be here for a long time. It keeps going. Man, I mean, the stories I've seen on that, and that's a whole nother topic, but I, we probably discussed that another day, but Illuminati mm-hmm. is a whole nother topic, but it's not what I thought it was that I was taught. That's all yeah. I can say. It was something else. And I Well, that's the thing said, oh. with this place, and this, this, these are the riddles of this place. Everything is a zip file here. There's multiple meanings to one thing. There's multiple layers of one thing. There's multiple perspectives. Like, like I always tell people in readings, like, like if me and you are standing looking at the exact same house, we'll still see different things. I may be looking at the window. You may be looking at the door. So when you, when you first acknowledge that, right, that we're looking at shit from different perspectives and then we walk around the property and then we look inside at the property in different rooms. And that's like, I feel like life. It is full of all of these like layers, nooks, crannies, ups, and every angle you look, it almost changes what we're even looking at and, and adds another layer. So that's why it's like, I always say like, yeah. even in your awakening, take your time. It's a lifetime journey. There's a lot to cover. <laughs> it's so much to cover. It's not even funny. And then you start, when you get down that, that rabbit hole, you start looking at movies different. People be like, don't watch movies and shows. It's not this and that. Yo, when I started, like, when I started getting into, like, the higher frequency and started tapping in, I still get movies different. It's like a lesson in the movie. I'll be yeah. seeing stuff and thinking. I'm like, yo, it's like, to me, like, you know, movies and shows and stuff. I'll be getting answers to the questions I had. Because writers know? are channeling. Writers, most yeah. writers are channelers and they don't realize it. You're getting, so they're writing, right, from their imagination. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that some of them are tapping into actual information that needs to be said to the masses. They're tapping into um, real realities that exist, right? The mythical kingdoms and things like that. These are, some of these are, and that's why you resonate with certain things or why some people are resonating with certain things in movies because, yeah, that's a collective message that just came through. You know, it's- it's, Man. (laughs) The layers- the layers I'm trying of to tell head. you and some people you know they be like oh don't watch a horror movie the spirit will jump in your house like Jeffrey Dahmer's story and stuff I you know I think that there's certain energies you can feel but also I don't think me personally I, it's not gonna affect me like if That's I have a night important. 
how you it's not, feel. It's not going to affect me because I'm like, okay, this is what happened. This was a Jeffrey Dahmer story was what happened. This is a story. Okay. Now, if you feel disturbed by it, don't watch it. But it's, it's just a story. It doesn't mean that the... the well, can I, can I say this, house, though? Mm, yeah. It's a, it can... It's a... And this is where it comes to realizing the different levels of sensitivity for different people. You're right. So right. Yeah. for you, you can watch it without having any sense of emotional or mental attachment to it. You're not affected by it. Whereas I know for me, I haven't watched, and I, I could watch crime stories, horror stories, things like that. I didn't yeah. watch this because just for me, this is, and I think it's important that people realize you don't got to tell other people what to do. Because some people, everything is not for everybody. So if it's not for you, then it's like you said, then it's not for you. Don't watch it. Yeah. But I think um, for some people who are very sensitive to energy, whether that's to spirit, meaning those who have passed away, or the energy of just this plane, meaning like um, like Ryan Murphy. Some people just feel like some of the things he, oh, he does, uh, American Horror, right? Some people just don't like his frequency as far as like what he puts into his. It do be dark. Um, his stuff right and so yeah. that's okay and i say this for the, the real sensitive people out there right because you hear all the time like oh you're being too sensitive or no you really sensitive so things are yeah don't watch it <laughs> and, and, you know <laughs> you can no, they can watch what they want if they if you're mm-hmm. feeling your spirit i could watch that fine if you're watching some, with anything not even jeffrey donald yeah. with anything yeah. follow what feels right for you and don't yeah. feel like just because that's for you and not for another person and I had to learn that the hard way what's right for me may not be right for someone else I would yeah. project on other people like well you shouldn't do that you shouldn't go oh, there man. and you shouldn't do this that's their journey and that's what I say too like at the end of the day I can't I couldn't jump in the comments and say well I could watch it I didn't even finish Jeffrey Dahmer's story because I was like yeah I already know what's gonna happen here mm-hmm. but like my homeboy finished the whole thing he wanted to see it he loved it he 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 felt like he learned a lot about the story but it's like yeah, yeah I definitely don't feel like um if I want to watch Exorcist of Emory Rolls then I'll watch it but if if Jody doesn't want to watch it I'm cool with that too you know because I miss the people like that where it'd be like just a crime show and they're like I'll just mess with my energy I can't watch this I'm like this is yeah because they can feel you you can feel spirit this is so when someone's channeling someone that's dead you don't have to be in a I think people see the world so physically yeah it's hard for people to wrap their mind around you don't have to be around a physical location to experience spirit so if you're watching the story of a person who really died and you're a medium or you're clairsentient Mm -hmm. it is now that you may feel like I'm channeling them or I'm tapping into them or um, you've opened up something into your space because people that are very sensitive are like moths to a flame. Man. So when someone says, oh, you can invite spirit in your house, they're probably talking about their own fears, about their own shit, you know, because everybody is, like I said, different. Um, but it's very yeah. valid. Like, it, it's not it so much valid. a fear. It's yeah. Just- <laughs> It, yeah, and I and like I said, I believe what you know because I'm like the left brain, right brain. So I'm always listening. Okay, if you feel this way, okay, because I've I've had people. Where I'll cut this off right now. We'll find something more, mm-hmm. you know, you know, something that you like. And so I, I'm always open to. It. I never thought they were weird. I was like, I see what you're saying. That's now awesome. for me, like the way I work, I'm an empath. So I what what gets me more than movies and stuff is people. I can feel mm-hmm. somebody's energy and I don't know them, you know, especially when I was in LA, I used to go to the bar and I was just sitting there and read my book and stuff. And I'll have a cup of coffee and some Bailey's in it. And I would just talk to people <laughs> and I could, <laughs> I could feel what's mm-hmm. up with people. And I said, you know, I get drained easily. So then I said, that's what gets me, you know? And, um, and it's not, that I don't like, I, you know, I like talking to people, but then it's like, okay, certain people, I can feel different things from them. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I can only do a matter of time with you. I can only do a, amount of, a certain amount of time with that person. So it's yeah. like, that's the thing that I think empaths are dealing with. And, uh, you know, you see a lot of this on TikTok now and other places like, well, how can an empath, you know, I think some people have problems with dating. They couldn't go on a date anymore because they were tired. They just got so drained from the people from the date and it's just deep so but this is why as an empath and i and i had to learn this and i would suggest this to others you got to learn to be okay in your own energy number one Mm -hmm. right i'm sorry my dog is i'm sorry one second sorry you're fine i'm so sorry no you're good gotta get my dog out (laughs) she gotta get her dog out she got right here great background going on here i'm sorry about that very Um, nice background (laughs) (laughs) but what i was saying is that um you got to learn as an empath, not you got to, but I would suggest as no, an empath yeah. to learn to, um, one, be 
so secure. And you'll learn this in Vegas. I think everybody learns this in Vegas. Mm. Learning how to be okay with being by yourself, being in your own energy. Because when you do that, which is difficult, because empaths, we're naturally at first, because there's stages of being an empath as you grow. You start off kind of almost needing to feel seen, needing to feel understood. You want to understand what you're feeling. So you're asking the person, you know, it, it's, mm-hmm. and, and not feeling understood. So learning to be okay with yourself, like how you could say, I'm an empath so confidently, then that means we almost can then learn the discernment of how to not feel people when we don't want to feel people, how to put ourselves around people who make us feel good, right? Learning mm-hmm. to choose to put ourselves in emotionally safe relationships. Yes. I had to learn that the hard way that we, because we were, we surround ourselves with people that can make us feel things instead of realizing like we don't have to be around people that are emanating that type of energy we could be around people that are emanating energy that makes us feel good and confident and sane and seen um but i think that comes in in stages because it is overwhelming being an empath yeah but we we, i want to say it is possible and the hope is there to be empowered and to use your empath almost like a compass that lets you navigate the places you need to be and the people you need to be around, right? And then, and then you become empowered by it. Because as soon as you feel something you don't like, you can look around and be like, yeah, let me get my let me get my little coffee and bellies and, and go over here. <laughs> yeah. Because I choose peace. Yes. Not yes. my feelings. You know, and then now just happening to like just goodness. And you're riding the wave of your of your empathy, you know. Um, yes, I'm happy you said that because it's like so many empaths that don't know how to navigate it, and you kind of gave somebody a way to go through that situation. Especially if you're working in an office and you got to deal with the workers and all this, you can you can go in and and be like, all right, and, and find your way to get navigate through that. So I like that, you know, because now I just block and go away, you know, or I'll just just trying to, you know, there's certain things I've learned how to do now because I grew up, I got older, and I, I'm like, all right, I know what to do. You know, and but I also know when I need to just take some time away and I just go sit. And yeah, do, yeah, you know? we got to charge um, for sure. Because my solitude is amazing. You know, my solitude is my best friend. And it's like, you know, and I think mm-hmm. that's how it should be for friendships and relationships and even business partners, because even business partners can have some weird energy. You have to understand, like, OK, is this this a good situation you know ask yourself mm-hmm. that so i think that's important for people to to learn so yeah um before we wrap it up because i i want to keep you on yeah i'm sorry i dipped um, off like that real quick <laughs> no you're good i'm not gonna keep you okay. on forever um because i but uh the fun the final last question what are your thoughts on astral planning and can anybody do it I'm laughing because I was gonna ask you what you think about that, but I'm like, well, no, because that's gonna that's gonna open up a can of worms. Because I have very oh, I have a story about the astral plane. Um, so I'm gonna say this. I recognize that I'm probably saying this from a place of privilege, and I say privilege meaning like um, I, I can I can dip off into a meditative state very easily, and I know that that's not something people can do easily. Um, which is why I like I'm I'm always telling people like get into meditation, get into meditation. Um, but I say that to say there are different planes of existence where you can access information, spirit, energies. Right. It's not just uh, the physical plane and the astral plane. You, like I said, you got the astral plane, spiritual plane, meaning where people have passed. You have other realms, other so many layers. And with the astral plane specifically, astral projection, that specific method to get information, it requires you to basically energetically disconnect from your physical self um, and literally travel on a plane where a lot of different type of energies can exist. Mm -hmm. That's the first statement I want to make, right? So it's like a Ouija board. Whereas with a Ouija board, that door, which is a very real door, it it accesses a plane where different types of energies can exist. Now, you also have like shamanic meditation, where you are with specifically with shamanic meditation and you travel you're accessing um uh, the spiritual plane through nature you're going through nature and in your meditation right meaning you're connected to something that's real like a tree 
the ocean, um, and that's your portal that you use. And so because you're using nature as a portal, I want to go, it's like, it's a different, it's, um, it's still the same information, but it's a different, it's like a different building. You're at the penthouse versus like maybe like on the third floor, but the same mm. building. Yeah. Um, and so if you could put all that together, my thoughts are with the astral, astral projection is it opens you up to the susceptibility. It doesn't mean it happens to everybody, but it opens you up to be susceptible to um, different entities. It could, even psychic attacks. You may see certain things. Um, mm. And you're, and like I said, you're almost energetically, physically, your, your, your body is there, but you're, you're off. Whereas with meditation, meditation, you can access the Akashic records. You can mm. do, like I said, a shamanic travel. Um, you can connect to your higher self. You can talk to your guides. You can get the information without leaving your body, right? And But I think some people think mm. it's cool, right? I can leave my body and I can fly and I can yeah. go visit Area 51 and I can... But see, you can do that with remote viewing. Remote viewing mm. is a technique that allows you to see places remotely while you're still here. You don't have to use the astral plane. That's the point that I'm trying to make. There are uh, okay. multiple ways to have the same type of experience without it being so... I don't want to use the word dangerous because it's not about danger. Um, I want to say without you being so susceptible, right, mm. to certain things. Okay. It's like how we wore masks, right? It's like, okay, yeah. uh, you can you cannot wear a mask or you can wear a mask. You, it, either mm-hmm. way, you with the mask, you're probably less susceptible to certain things. I don't want to use that example because I, I don't want to imply that <laughs> masks. Well, I, like, uh, let's like no. X that out because it's listen, no, don't like, X it out. Don't X it out because like it, it is true, though. Do. That's the point I want to make. Even before COVID, there was people that wore masks. So, hey. I just feel like you got to do what's best for you. And and I know that for a lot of people, astral projection is their jam. They do it before they go to bed. I would recommend they see the movie like Insidious, you know, read some books and acknowledge that that the astral plane has other entities on it that live on the astral plane. You understand what I'm saying? So that makes sense now. That makes sense now because I was. I don't. Like, I don't astral project. I rather, and that's what I say. Maybe it's privilege. I rather me meditate and just ask, "Hey, what's up?" And the information I get, I always look up information. That's the other thing. I, I look up information I get to make sure that it's real, that it makes sense, that yeah. it's verifiable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, remote viewing. It's free. You can go to YouTube and look up techniques for remote viewing if you guys are mm. really interested in. I'm going to be able to sit here and like see a place, see a time in history. Because remote viewing doesn't, you don't have to leave your body. Your consciousness is is um, connecting to points in history mm-hmm. or points in moments. You don't got to leave. Astral projection, you, you're you're literally energetically leaving and then like going off, flying through the, through the ether. Yeah, man. That was, <laughs> I met a guy that did that before and I said, and I would be like, I used to hang out with him and he... Out. It was crazy because whatever he was bringing in from this ethereal place, I felt it. And I, it's probably because I'm a dango empath. I'll be out with him. I'll be like, what's this? I would feel somebody next to me say, oh, that's that, it's like that all the time with me. I said, oh, Lord. Well, when I wasn't around him, I didn't feel that. So I said, you know what? I knew that he was into some really deep stuff. And he wasn't a bad guy or anything like that. But he it just doesn't mean you're was bad. tapped. I know sometimes people be like, you know. No, he was different strokes for different folks. Nothing's but he bad. didn't know, and, and yep, nothing's bad, people. But he didn't know what he was bringing in. He didn't understand that part. He knew how to do it, but didn't know what he was bringing in. And that's the key. If y'all gonna yeah. open doors and walk through, just know what you're walking through into. And this is why the ancients always say, meditate, go within, go within, go within. You know, they my guides told me this analogy. Um, and I'll just leave you here with this because it's, it's true. And I see this all the time because nobody wants to do it. Um, so God said that he wanted to hide the, the keys of the universe, right? And so he asked the angels, where, you know, where should I hide these keys? And so one angel said, all right, I'll take them to the highest mountains. And God said, no, they'll climb it. They'll find it. And so another angel said, okay, no, no, no. I'll bring it to the depths of the ocean. And God said, no, they're curious. They'll find a way and go down there and find it. Now, another angel said, okay, I'll bring it into the depths of this cave. God said, no, they are explorers. They will find it. And then so finally, 
An angel said, I know where to hide it. Let's put it inside of them. They'll never look there. Mm-hmm. God said, okay. Yep. Right? So people underestimate the value of meditation and learning yes, that really skill. Do. Because it opens up literally your door to mm-hmm. yourself and all that you are and all that exists. It's like the movie Soul. You you literally did you ever oh, see Oh, that's the movie my Soul? movie. That's okay, my so movie. So you see how the dude was turning the sign, but he was yeah. in a whole nother dimension and playing and doing all of this. That yep. is it gives me goosebumps. That's what I do in meditation. He don't you don't got to astral project. He was he was already he was he was he was here. He was, he was here. already here. He was at work. He was here at work, but his his mind was able to do other things. That is the power of when you go within, when you can stop and you can do that. So, you know, those are my thoughts yeah. on astral projection. It's cool if that's what works for y'all. I don't rock with it, but it's okay if you do. It's not, that's not bad. I would say just be safe. Um, yeah. Learn different techniques and skills. If you're going to do it, really learn about it so that you can get back to your body quickly if you need to. You can navigate quickly. You can discern things that are talking to you. Oh, I met this person. You know, my friend, he, my friend, he wanted to meet on the astral plane. I said, I don't meet on the astral plane. Mm. You know, we can meet in our dreams, but I'm not meeting you on the astral plane. Mm-mm. We don't got to do all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to do that. That's brother. just me. Yeah. That's just yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. You know, cause I realized yeah. at that point when I saw him, do, when I saw what was going on with him, I didn't want to do with that. So. I get it. I get it. But yeah, I want to thank you for coming on the Blockless Podcast. I had a blast. I mean, I could talk to you for hours and hours, but I don't want to hold you up. And I appreciate you. We can always have you back on to chat with us. And um, and, uh, please support her. You know, uh, uh, Alexis, tell tell them where to follow you. Oh, yeah. So I go by Starseed Lex. I'm on TikTok, YouTube. And Instagram. Instagram is a great way to contact me. And you, my links are all there if you want to talk to me, get a reading, get a past life regression. I actually do past life regression. I help people uh, remember and access their soul memories. Um, like I said, I think the power is you being able to go within yourself and see versus somebody else telling you who you are. So yeah, Star C Lex is where you guys can find me. Nice. And uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in on the YouTube fam, the Twitch fam. Uh, Please subscribe. If you like this episode, tell us what you liked. Tell us what you didn't like. (laughs) Just let us know what's up. And uh, but thanks for listening anyway. And share if you care. And be blessed, everybody. Make sure you subscribe. Go to BlueOcklandsPodcast.com on YouTube. And um, be safe, y'all. Peace. (laughs) Thank you.